0: Please remember, while Fuller House is a family show, the Fullest House podcast is not. Therefore, listener discretion is advised. Welcome, everybody, to the Fullest House podcast, where our chestnuts are roasting on an open fire. I'm Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. And I'm Mark Green. Guys... We have a Christmas episode.
1: It's Christmas! It is Woo! the most wonderful time of the year.
0: Is this one also falling around Christmas? Because our Thanksgiving episode fell around Thanksgiving. Did did we do
1: it? Have we done it?
0: Have <laughs> we? I don't know. I
2: hold on a minute. You guys keep talking, I will I will check. We probably should have done this before we started recording. No, but no, I, Zach, I, I you check.
1: check. You check, we'll vamp. We'll vamp. Okay. Harrison. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about Christmas? My favorite <laughs> thing about Christmas? I like
0: eggnog to a disgusting degree. What? What's your favorite part? I,
1: the way it makes me feel. The way it makes you feel? In your heart, the good, the peace on earth, the goodwill towards yeah. men. I also used to watch a lot of Rankin-Bass Christmas specials. Guys, it, me too. Guys, yeah. I've done the math, and if
2: my math is correct, this episode should be coming out. Uh, the Sunday after
1: Christmas. We did it! (laughs) (laughs) We did it! We did did it! We We did it! Maybe the the Sunday before Christmas might have been a little more appropriate, but we did it! I'm gonna say we did it. Well, Christmas falls at the end of the week this year.
2: Ah! So it's coming out on December 27th.
1: Ah, Uh. so we did do it. It's good. We're good at this. We're good. We did it! We did the thing! We did the thing! Anyway, it's Christmas. Ho ho ho! It's Christmas and happy Christ-
0: the Tanner house.
1: <laughs> wow, I I I was gonna do a
2: bit and I and I started off with "Happy Christmas" and that's what they say <laughs> in places.
1: They say that in, in I, like I, I was gonna
2: say "Merry Christmas" from your favorite Jews, but I think "Happy Christmas" from your
1: favorite Jews works better. They say they say "Happy Christmas" in the UK. They do. I think so. Yeah. We're Americans. Mark. I've watched. I've watched some. We are Americans. If you couldn't tell if you couldn't tell if you couldn't tell by the everything anyway they're taking the the fuller family the fullers and the gibblers are taking a family photo for christmas it's christmas <laughs> yes we've established that dad god <laughs> i'm just going
2: to keep i'm just going to keep saying
1: that throughout the episode we spent like 5 minutes establishing <laughs> yes this is a christmas episode and also, it's going to come out right around Christmas. I think people are aware. It's Christmas. Oh
0: God. <laughs> anyway. So it's Christmas, and they're taking a family photo with Fernando as Santa Claus.
1: He's Santa Claus.
0: Santa Fernando. They For some reason, they don't want DJ in this picture.
1: I think the idea is they're surprising her with the family photo.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh right, right, because they they try to push her out to yeah. keep her from seeing it. Okay, and
1: and Fernando is dressed as Santa, but it's a hot costume, and he has a line where he says that his chestnuts are roasting on an open fire. Um, I think it's weird that Fernando, I guess, just like has chestnuts in his pocket. Um, that's what I got from that line. Well,
0: you see, Mark, it's mm-hmm. it's it's an innuendo.
1: It's no, a, it's
2: a euphemism, a sex reference in my Fuller House. <laughs> It's referring
0: to sex.
2: A sexual reference? Not a sex reference in my
0: family-friendly TV show. You see, Zach, it's not really a kid's show for some reason anymore. It's this bizarre kind of quasi-adult-ish sitcom where they make sex references all the time.
1: But it's Christmas! You see, Full House, that was a family show for families. For families. Fuller House. That's for the grown-ups.
0: Yeah. It's like how, when the bronies took over my little pony and they they started to expect like ponies to dab or whatever. I don't Harrison? Know.
1: Harrison? <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's exactly Harrison. like that. We're we're gonna get around to, We're gonna
2: get around to dabbing
1: at some point, Harrison. <laughs> Just you yeah. wait. But let's not get too ahead of ourselves. We are taking a while to wade into this episode. But let me just say, there was a lot that happens in the first few minutes of this episode. As I explained yeah, to uh, you, yeah. three minutes in, we paused to the episode, and I was already almost halfway done with a page of notes.
0: yeah, you you were on the on point with the notes. There was a yeah, lot to like, take yeah, to take down viewers, don't, this, this isn't like half best notes. This is like a full
2: almost half page of writing. Yeah. like it's detailed notes. Mark takes very detailed notes.
1: Yep. Yeah. Steve and CJ show up with CJ's daughter Rose and her pet bunny Jack, named yes. after Jack from Titanic,
0: because they're very they love Titanic quite a bit.
1: And you know who else loves Titanic?
0: Who? Max.
1: It's his favorite oh, film. Boy. What do
0: you think they do during the car scene? Do they like cover his eyes and ears? And- <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, nudity and sex in Titanic. What happens with Max, who apparently it's his favorite film? Fa- oh, God, you're
0: right. Oh, I didn't think about... I didn't even think about the painting scene. Oh Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah I, I thought about that at one point, because there's so many Titanic references, and I'm just like, oh, the, the paint... And, like, my mind immediately yeah. went to the painting scene for some reason. And I was like, no, they're not going to do the painting scene. The inciting incident is them finding
0: the painting. So that's it's all hinge. It all hinges around a naked woman.
1: <laughs> Max, Max, and Rose watch the TV edit of oh, Titanic. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, where it's just like a big close up of of Jack doing the painting the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yippee ki
1: <laughs> Mister Falcon. <laughs> Oh my god. That's 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 the TV edit of one of the diehards, Yppikaye, Mr. Falcon. Yppikaye, oh, really? Mr. Falcon. My fa- my favorite thing is the censored edit of Back to the Future, because there's the line, when this baby hits 88, you're gonna see some serious shit. And they definitely like they brought him in to dub it, and it's so unnatural. It's just like when this baby hits 88, you're gonna see some serious stuff. <laughs>
2: favorite thing is when like, oh, something God. is dubbed over but it's yeah. very clear that it's a dub and it's like a complete yeah. shift in vocal tone. Yep. It's uh-huh. like, my, uh, it's wonderful. I love when people do that for comedic effect.
1: They literally brought Christopher Lloyd into the booth and were like, just say the word stuff. You don't have to say the whole line. You don't have to say when this baby hits 88, you're going to see some serious stuff. Just say stuff. And he's like, I don't know, stuff! <laughs> <laughs>
0: So so Max and Rose
1: presumably watched Titanic uh, Way with too blindfolds young. on. Yeah, with blindfolds on. But Max Max sees Rose, and guys, it is love at first sight. It is very windy in heaven, as
0: Max says.
2: Yeah, the wind blowing in her hair. Meanwhile, uh, there's also some building sexual tension between Jack the Rabbit and Cosmo the dog.
1: Yes, Jack Jack the rabbit is there because he's he's they're having a veterinary emergency. Um they need Jack the rabbit is not eating, but Cosmo sees Jack and immediately is smitten. Also we get voiceover Mm -hmm. By the one and only
2: Dave Coulier. Who directed this episode.
1: (laughs) Also, I think before Tyler's head explodes, we should mention that Hollywood's own McKenna Grace plays Rose. Yes. Um, Young Captain Marvel, young Sabrina. She's in everything. Um, And also in Fuller House. Apparently so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Always nice seeing her. I remember I saw Captain Marvel after we saw this. This episode, and I said, "Where do I know that actress from? Where do I know that young child actress from? <laughs> <laughs> Where do I know this young child?" The child. Does she also play the Mandalorians? She is Baby Yoda.
1: Yeah, she's Baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah. She's she has she has a lot of range. She has a lot of yeah. range.
0: Yeah. She had to sit in the costume chair. You know, B- getting very talented done little girl. All day. She's very
1: talented. Dave Coulier does. Do the internal monologue of Cosmo the dog? Um, I forget exactly what it sounds like, but it is really like, "Wow, this rabbit's really hot!" Oh man, I really love this rabbit.
0: It is, except I think the voice is more like this because it's Dave Coulier playing a dog. I feel like it's somewhere in between
2: what you guys did.
1: Yeah, something yeah. Like like that. somewhere
2: in between what Mark did and what Harrison did. You want
1: to give us your take? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do. No, I do not. There's, there are very. <laughs> Much um, Bruce Willis as Spike in Rugrats Gone Wild vibes. That was who played Spike, right? It was Bruce Willis. I don't know. All right, advance for a bit. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. Harrison, what's your second favorite thing about Christmas? <laughs>
0: My <laughs> second favorite thing about Christmas. I love dressing up Teddy in, in Christmas costumes. That's nice. He also has a stocking. It says Teddy T B B Teddy Bear Bloom. It's great. Teddy's my dog, by the way. I should explain that for the Speaking of Dogs,
2: Spike in Rugrats Gone Wild is voiced by Bruce Willis.
1: Woo! You did it, Mark. Mark knows niche movie trivia again. (laughs) Nice! That's
2: that's him. That's Mark. He's the niche movie trivia guy. That's that's his thing. That's oh, don't go up to him and come up with some niche movie trivia because he's gonna be like, oh, you think that's interesting? Here's five other niche movie trivia facts that are more interesting i don't know where i was going with this bit
1: i i i was going to interrupt you because it felt like you needed someone to save you but yes. i kind of wanted to see how it was going to play out you just kind of wanted to see how long i was going to ride that out yeah uh rose and max are gonna have a play date they make a date for a play date yep and and Jay money is very impressed with casanova max already mastering flirting with girls at a young age i think max comes to j money with his concern and j money has the wonderfully self-aware line well not to brag or anything but being awkward around girls is kind of my thing (laughs) in my notes i did write that down as thing with thang in parentheses (laughs) yes it should be noted
2: I feel like he did pronounce it as more "thang" than yeah. "thing." Yeah, "thang."
1: Of course,
2: it's, he it's did. Kind of it's j Money.
0: Yeah. Jay Money. j Money. j Money. I know we're getting a bit ahead, but he just—he just had to do the, the the mistletoe thing on the hat. <laughs> he just oh, had to.
2: It's uh, it's wonderful, but we'll we'll get to that later. Yeah. Yeah. I think is next, uh, is Stephanie and our good himbo Jimmy Gibling. Uh,
1: I, I, the only other thing that's important here is we establish that Ramona's gonna be in the Nutcracker on Christmas. Which, that's pretty cool that she's doing
2: that.
0: She's gonna be the rat king, or the mouse king.
1: Street rat.
0: I feel like in our hypothetical better show, where Ramona Mm -hmm. is the main character, uh, She, this definitely, the whole thing would have centered around her being in the Nutcracker, I I assume.
1: Well, it's, we'll get there, but we see the Nutcracker halfway through the episode, and I very much was like a, this feels like it should be in Act 3.
0: Yeah, yeah, th- yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: definitely. Especially with what happens with Kimmy, yeah. which we'll get to. Anyway, next is Jimmy and Steph talking in the kitchen. Our very, very good himbo,
2: J-Money, he's back, he's back from his panda heist. He's back from his panda heist. He he made it out of jail. Him and his crack team of celebrity panda heist experts.
1: (laughs) Yep.
0: The cast of Ocean's 14 on their panda heist. Ocean's 14 colon panda heist. (laughs) Yes. And he's concerned that he has a new job in Auckland. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I remember both times we watched this, you immediately predicted what the... Comedic reveal was going yes, to be. Yes.
1: Because there's an episode of the original Full House, the original series the cool Full series. House. Yeah. When I say original series, I mean like it's an original series that somebody created.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's as, of a course, prequel.
1: a prequel. Yeah. As a prequel to Fuller House. um There's an episode where they're in an airport and Stephanie and I think Michelle as well get on a plane because they think it's going to Oakland, California,
0: mm. near
1: where they live. But instead, it's going to Auckland, New Zealand. Oh. And it's a crazy mix up.
0: That's so crazy.
1: Yeah. So I said, oh, it's. They're going to realize he really means Oakland and it's not a problem. Yeah. And yeah, immediately Steph is like, oh, I. this is heavy you're gonna have to move away what's gonna happen with our relationship and he says well it's only a 30 minute drive and there's a big back and forth where she says wait do you mean oakland california or auckland new zealand he says auckland california say oak say
0: Mm -hmm. land say oakland yeah (laughs) Yeah, Oakland. yep it's like another
2: one of those things where it's like you know the bit where it's like say this say this and they'll say them together yeah. You know, there's the friends one, there's the cool there's the cool whip thing from Family Guy. And now there's uh Oakland and Auckland. Oakland Auckland.
0: House. Zach with his trope talks.
2: Yeah, I'm here with that's Mark is the Mark is the niche movie trivia guy. I'm I'm the trope guy. That's my thing.
0: I'm the I got tropes and transitions. I got the two T's and that's it. I love how I started the discussion of Oakland versus Auckland and you are stealing by Trope Talk, Zach. Hmm, you already have transitions. Hmm. I want to be more
2: than, I want to have more than just one thing. Okay. It's like what is my musical. Thing? I want to
1: do transitions and what also. Is my thing? Yeah. I was about to say, I so want Zach to break into a big dramatic. I want song about, I want to be more than just the transition guy. <laughs> I don't know guys i just feel different i uh,
0: <laughs> i want more than this transitional life <laughs> was that our oh, musical no, biz That no. the worst beauty and the beast song
2: sure sure i love how this is supposed to be my song and yet i'm the only one who hasn't sung
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah you want it you want to do it you do, you, do, want do, it? do it, you want to do it zach <laughs> <Nah>, no i'm good <laughs> okay just wanted to point it out anyway moving
2: on jimmy whoa now whoa first harrison comes after my tropes now mark comes after my
1: transitions (laughs) i like that we're establishing we're gonna move on we're gonna move on but i like that we've established in this moment apparently tropes are your thing and now you're like harrison's stealing tropes from me
2: i just got it
1: You anyway, giving away something
2: that I got like five minutes ago. It's rude. Anyway.
1: Anyways, anyways. You stole it from me.
0: Anyway, <laughs> in a
1: stream of other dialogue. Okay, Jimmy keep going. says, What is it? Yeah, she says, I was worried you were gonna move away. He says, Steph, that's not gonna happen. I love you. You're awesome. And she takes pause because Jimmy has just said, I love you. And Which yeah yeah, but do we want to reenact exactly how it goes? Does someone want to ask? I, I I'm, I'm sure. What I did, What it. did you just say?
2: Oh, you're awesome. Before that? No, before
1: that. Yeah,
0: I'm not moving away. No, after, after- that. You're awesome. Before that and after, I'm not moving away. Yeah.
1: Well, I th- I think she just kind of gives up. But as he's leaving, he again says, "I love you." And Steph is freaked out. Because she's got a
2: fear of commitment. She won't
1: say it back. But anyway, Lola comes over because Ramona has some bad news.
2: She sits her down. It's all dramatic. And I mean, I was watching this and I was like, where the hell did this come from? Like, why is... Why is this just being so dramatic? And it's because she's playing and she's doing the nutcracker, but she's going to have to miss Lola's Christmas party.
0: Which, you know, I understand the conflict, but like, it's just a Christmas party. Yeah. Yeah. No, it felt way too dramatic for what it was. Yeah, (laughs) I understand it sucks, but... Like, did Lola spend like a month planning this party?
1: (laughs) Exactly. And Ramona's like, and you understand, and you're still my best friend. Like, you understand that this is, you know, what I want to do with my life, and this is a big thing. I'm performing as the Mouse King in the Nutcracker, and like, we can hang out, you know, anytime. And Lola's like, yeah, I just wish you would be there. (laughs) Not in a guilty way, but she is sad about it, which I understand. um, Yeah. But it is kind of like, I don't know, just yeah. Sometimes people have commitments, <laughs> but I I empathize with Lola.
0: I empathize, um, yeah, because I,
1: I remember when it was my birthday and Zach, you were in the Nutcracker.
2: Yes, my breakout role.
1: Yeah.
0: Which one will I pick? My career or friendship? I also liked Lola's line uh, when Ramona is concerned that the text won't convey all the meaning, and she's like, "That's what emojis are for." like that's right. a big mood right there. When <laughs> you're deciding the right emoji to <laughs> to use the plot of the hit
1: movie, the emoji movie. Yes. Which
0: made me want to tear oh my, my eyes god. out. <laughs> yeah, what
1: I the dramatic question of what emoji do I use to make this girl fall in love with me?
2: Oh god. <laughs> god. The emoji movie starring everyone's favorite James Corden.
1: <laughs> I I I if the joke would have equally worked, I thought you were going to say everybody's favorite TJ Miller. <laughs> I thought you
0: were going to say everybody's favorite Sir Patrick Stewart in his best role. Right.
2: <laughs> I No, I I remember I like read a thing a couple days ago and it's really stuck with me that is if Mamma Mia was made like 5 years later, James Corden would have played one of the dads and that Ooh. that broke me.
1: Yeah, that makes me sad. Yeah. Mamma Mia, here we go again. We're off topic again. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good transition. <laughs> nice, transi-
2: nice, nice transition. Stop doing my thing, Mark.
1: Anyways. <laughs> okay, Zach, you want to say it? You want to fucking say it? Anyways, on to <laughs> the floor house. This is when J Money comes in with a very special hat. He, yes, a he very, very special hat. <laughs> he
2: just has to bust in to remote room. Bust in like the Kool-Aid man with the mistletoe hat on. I also thought it was immediately like this dramatic thing. Of, like, oh, I'm sorry. I wish I could be at your party, but I can't. Okay. And then you know, Lola is like really sad about it. And then J Money just enters with his mistletoe hat. And he's like, oh, <laughs> hey, Lola.
0: Yeah. In my, sis-
1: in my surrogate sister's room. <laughs> yeah, he room. enters. Hey, Lola, want to make out? Haha. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> and you can wear her clothes and-, and I'll call you Ramona.
0: Oh, God. That oh, doesn't actually happen. That
1: was a joke. So
0: this took uh, a dark Laura turn is not having it. She's going through a stressful time. And so Jay Money walks out and then his mom sees the mistletoe and kisses him on the cheek. Cuz that's what every teenage boy wants <laughs> to be kissed under the mistletoe by his mom. Ain't that cute? A kiss from his mom. And that felt very mom. That was a good mom, right? That was good Mom writing right there.
1: To be fair, we talk a lot about how DJ's defining character trait is mom and that is such a mom thing. Yeah.
0: It is, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Like I I know we say that like DJ's main character trait is mom, but it is. I feel like it's especially
0: prevalent this episode.
1: She is very yeah. mom this episode.
0: Yeah. Mostly cuz she's not hanging out with Matt.
1: Yeah. Matt is in India visiting his father for Christmas.
2: Right, I forgot his dad, is his father is in India.
1: Yeah. How could we forget the the whole party that they had for him? How do, how do you think Matt's dad is doing in India? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then we have a short scene where Steph is acting weird and Jimmy wants her to say, I love you too, but she just, she won't say it. That's Steph. Steph's
0: a mess. How could you not love our favorite himbo? Her and her
2: commitment issues, am I right?
1: Yep.
2: Her and her deep-rooted commitment issues, am I right, fellas?
1: <laughs> you are so right.
2: You are so right. Thank you. But then we get to the play date. The play oh boy. date. Oh, uh, The play date, which is just Max and Rose
0: recreating the plot of Titanic. <laughs> Honestly, this might be the most romantic part of this show that we have seen so far. This one was 100%, adorable.
1: 100% yeah, it's adorable. You're kind of right. He, unlike J Money, who has to try to manufacture some moment with Lola, Max just stops and says, Rose, I need to be honest with you. You're my dream girl.
0: <laughs> While they're looking over dinosaur toys, equally yes. romantic. And then they do the Titanic thing where she's flying, but she's like just standing on like his cubby at the edge of the
1: bed which is so cute she's flying i just wrote in my notes young love it's very touching and then he gives her a necklace (laughs) a necklace that looks just like rose's necklace from the movie yeah yeah later later max will die and she'll (laughs) go on a cruise or something and she'll throw it into the ocean (laughs) yep Max, he doesn't quite stick the landing because he like offers his arm and does he say Milady or was it just general Milady vibes? He does he say Milady. He says Milady. He says, M'lady. He, says, M'lady. He, says M'lady. he does
2: say Milady. Yeah.
1: Milady. He does though actually have a very good line at the very end of this scene where he says, "Why does Jackson find this so difficult?"
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He like keeps going to ja- he keeps going to J Money and he's just like. Yeah, I don't
0: understand why you're having so much trouble with this. It's it's very easy. It's the perfect, yeah. like, two opposite ends of the spectrum that exist in guys. Like, I don't understand. Just have confidence and ask her out versus I don't know what to do. I need to manufacture, like, a whole scheme to get this girl to like me. Yeah. <laughs> the virgin
2: J-Money versus the Chad Max. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 You incels need to just have some confidence. Works for me, bro. <laughs> Gosh. Uh,
1: M- Max is gonna be gonna be um, downing protein shakes in no time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he needs to bulk up. He's so skinny. Hitting the books and hitting the gym. Yeah. But speaking speaking about love. Yeah. I know I'm doing a lot of transitions this episode, Zach. The thing is, I'm trying to keep us marginally on track. I understand. Speaking of love. Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah uh we cut back
2: down to the living room where steve and cj are making out they doing the smooches. smooches and uh dj comes in to talk to him and all of a sudden max comes down and he's like i've got an announcement to make me and this girl i just met we are in love
1: that's the announcement and it's touching and wonderful, and DJ sees the necklace and says, hey, that's my necklace. And Max says, yeah, I found it in the box saying DJ and Steve forever.
0: <laughs> now, is it a four dash ever or a forever?
1: That's what I want to know. Mm. The I think the important thing is the way DJ was pronouncing it, not so much Max, but fo-eva. the way DJ was pronouncing it. Yeah, forever. That it does not have an R at the end. Forever. It's E-V-A. Which then Max
2: proceeds to pull out the box and yeah. start going through it for all to see. CJ is still there, by the way. Steve's girlfriend yeah. Yeah, is just, just kind of sitting there.
0: What a horrible toxic relationship! Yeah. Constantly standing yeah. in the shadow. This is like this is just
2: like the beginning of a very sad trend of CJ just getting bullied
1: by the show. God, what do you think it's like for CJ to have to come over to her boyfriend's ex girlfriend's house all the time?
0: Oh, that's rough. Yeah, uh, I know it's for, like, plot advancement or whatever. I mean, but... to
2: be fair, they do come this episode because oh, because of a veterinary emergency. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And they know two vets. One is in India right now. That's right. And the other one is DJ. Yeah. So. That's
1: true. That's true. You're right. That's a good, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's true. true.
0: Yeah, they'll have a good reason.
1: Um, Steve, though, looks kind of touched that DJ still has... The box of their mementos, and
0: he doesn't make a thing of it. He's not like, wait, That's you still good. have him. Yes, yeah. He seems to be more stable. I, in his I relationship feel like in his CJ. mind, he
1: definitely is, but yeah, mm. it's it's good. Yeah, um, Steve is Steve plays it right.
0: Yeah, they do occasionally make, in general, not in this episode, they do occasionally make jokes that he's like still pining after DJ, but. For the most part, he's a good boyfriend.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, for the most part, he's a good boyfriend. He's still 100% in love with DJ. Yes. Yeah. Which is, yikes. <laughs> Steve, even like Steve and DJ have this moment where they're staring at each other um, with with wistfulness and CJ just looks at them like, this is a mistake. <laughs> 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 but next we go back to one little guy, I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, Ramona, Ramona, we're back in Ramona's room. Oh, where right, yeah, I forgot
0: about this. Season.
1: Fernando and Kimmy show up, and they are very proud of Ramona. Yeah,
0: a big uh, Fernando
1: even says it's every father's dream to see his little girl playing a giant rat.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was adorable.
1: <laughs> yeah, say what you will about Fernando but he is a very supportive father. Um, Ramona expresses to them, of course, that she's upset that she can't go to the party. And then Kimmy has a brilliant idea. Oh, God,
0: this idea is so bad. It does kind of work. Kind of.
1: Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Although, counterpoint. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say counterpoint. Does it? No, you're you're right. It 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 doesn't. doesn't.
2: Although to be fair, it fails because it's Fernando's fault.
1: It's true. That's true. Yeah,
0: it would have worked out if Fernando hadn't driven. <laughs>
1: Kimmy Kimmy says you don't show up till act two. You can go for the you can go to the party for an hour, and then Fernando will drive you back so you can make the performance. And everybody thinks this is a great idea, and there are no problems with it.
0: Uh, I, I, I.
1: Nothing could possibly go wrong.
0: Oy vey. <laughs> I'm sorry. This might be kind
2: of a tangent, but I was looking through the IMDb trivia again, and I found something that's just. So according to IMDb, uh, this is the fourth appearance in the series for one Robert Popko. Bobby Popko's there. He no, he does not appear in this episode. Yeah, I was I was like, what was he in
0: the background somewhere?
2: <laughs> no, like he's not. Like he's I went through like, the cast list on IMDb. He's not there. It just says in the trivia section on IMDb that this is Popko's fourth appearance,
1: and he doesn't show up. <laughs> I know he's not there, but can I ask you guys a question about Popko? What? Yes. When they first introduced Popko, yeah. did you think that was just like a nickname for him? Did you fe- think it was his last name or just a nickname no, for him? No, I thought it was his last name. Because I was like, it felt like some weird nickname to me. I can't I was... remember
0: exactly, but I feel like they said Rob- Bob- Robbie yeah, Popko. Yeah, I think they so. did first
1: introduce him as Bobby Popko. Okay, as Bobby Popko. Yeah. I just, it feels like, I mean, there are all sorts of names and I'm not one to judge anyone's name. It just feels a little weird. Yeah. It feels weird. like, it feels like they were like, what should this weird, cool team be named? Popgo. Yeah. It's like, it's a very real last name. Yeah. It's very oh real. <laughs> like, like he has ancestors whose name was Popgo. Yes, my name is Jonathan Popgo. <laughs>
0: It's a word for a shoemaker in some obscure language. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: So, anyways, the yeah. so Nutcracker. Uh, the the show's about the start, and everybody is there. The whole the whole gang is here to watch Ramona in the Nutcracker, and J Money is just very disinterested. He's just like, "Why the hell am I here?"
1: J Money is gonna do some snoozing.
2: <laughs> well, there's also a very good back and forth that he has with DJ. Where he asks, "Why am I here?" and DJ says, "Well, we have to. Well, we're supporting Ramona with her activities, like she does with you." And then J money responds with, "I don't have any activities," <laughs> which is
0: a uh, poor J buddy. We love uh, our sad
1: boy. Uh, he has a lot to learn about himself. <laughs> we love <laughs> our sad boy. We love our sad boy. He's my favorite boy. He's our. J-Money. He's the best he's, boy. He's so good. So good.
2: Meanwhile max does the whole uh, fake yawn to put his arm around his yeah.
0: girlfriend thing but then she says the best thing which is i you don't need to do that i like your arm around me which is wow she is
2: smooth and then max immediately turns to j money again and goes "What? Well, i don't understand how you find this so hard this is going really well <laughs>
1: yeah yep. yeah all good all good so J Money's just getting bullied by both his mom and his younger brother. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody bullies J Money. Um, But I do also want to say Max and Rose really demonstrate the importance of openness and honesty in a relationship. Yeah. The relationship starts because he just says, hey, I like you a lot. You're do you want to be my forever girl? (laughs) Um, And she's just like, Max, you don't have to do any ploys. You can just put your arm around me. Yeah. I like it. We're together. It's. It's good, it's fresh, we're keeping it real.
0: Yeah. Also, J Money going to sleep during the Nutcracker very much reminded me of going to uh, my sister's dance recitals as a kid. I wouldn't sleep during their performances, I would ask my parents to wake me up, but I would go to sleep. <laughs> it was a nice two hours on an average May, May Sunday for many years of my
1: life. <laughs> You, t- you take a little nap. Yeah. Someone taps you on the shoulder. You go, oh, yeah, yes, good, very good. <laughs> yeah. And then you go back and go back to sleep.
2: There's also a nice little bit where Stephanie and uh, Jimmy Gibbler keep trying to switch seats with everybody. Because Stephanie does not want to talk to Jimmy because of her commitment issues. But Jimmy wants to talk to Stephanie because she's his girlfriend. She's his forever girl.
1: Yeah. They should be on it. I was gonna say honest and open and I said honest oh, um, onest and open. <laughs> onest and they should be honest and open with each other. <laughs> like Max and Rose, who apparently have this whole romance thing figured out. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's also at this moment that I think we paused again and I remarked that we are only halfway through the episode at this That's point. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is this is where I was like this feels like an act 3 sort of thing. It Big does. performance, everything goes wrong. And honestly, it is an act
0: 3. There's just a very long wind down. Ramon Ramona's not there,
2: so Kimmy Gilbert decides, "You know what? I'm going to take matters into my own hands."
0: I'm the Rat King now. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You couldn't just get one of the other trained ballerinas to do it or an understudy. Yeah. I don't know why they
1: don't have an understudy for the second most important role. To be fair, once Kimmy shows up and goes completely off script and does like the Gibbler Gallop and the Thriller Dance, yeah. all the other dancers follow her
0: that was perfect i
1: was so glad when i saw yeah, that yeah they they immediately join in without hesitation so my my question is would you have trusted these people <laughs> to take over the role <laughs> that's true yeah that's fair <laughs> oh god oh that's so true oh that's weird I'm, yeah i'm glad i'm glad they did it but also i'd be like i don't know i well, feel Mark, like i'd want the well, market you gotta practice your yes and it's true yeah it's true I guess we're doing the thriller dance now. I've been in one ballet show. It's This is how it works, I assume.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's a ballet dancer group full of adults, and one of the main characters is played by a young girl. Yeah,
1: it's all adults and one child. Yeah. And the child has a main role, so.
0: Yeah, but it's not the role of the child. It's the role of...
1: The Rat, King, the Rat yeah. King, which is a very strange choice. Is the Rat King traditionally played no, by I don't think so. no. a child? Yeah, I was like, is this like a Peter Pan thing where a woman plays Peter Pan, even though he's a small boy? It's like, well, we need a a, a teenage girl to play the Rat King.
0: Yeah, the it Rat King... It felt off to me. I was under the... I mean, I guess usually in the more expensive productions, it's like a, a full costume. So I guess anyone can play the Rat yeah. King, but uh
1: question who is your fan casting for the rat king
0: <laughs> my fan casting for the rat King. oh man
1: i oh. have one i almost wonder if zach's gonna steal it but i have one i don't have one because i'm
0: terrible at like making mental castings you guys go ahead same so i so i'm just going with
2: well i, I feel like if you're saying i'm gonna steal it it's probably the person i'm thinking of right now well, hold on, Mark. We'll say it together, right? in. Th- right. I'll, I'm going to count down from three, and yeah, it's going to go yeah. three, two, one. We'll say it at the same time, okay? Yeah, yeah. Three, two, one. Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I thought of it, and then Mark was like, I think I know who Zach's going to pick, and I was like, oh, he's probably also thinking Danny DeVito. It's so
0: funny that you guys chose that. Tyler is offering Charlie Day in the chat.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Charlie Day is good. Yeah, it's a good Anywhere choice. Anyone from Always Sunny. Other Directions... Idris Elba. Ooh, I could see that. He he made a yes. good Macavity. <laughs> yeah. Macavity, Macavity. Yeah. The Napoleon of crime.
2: <laughs> I had, I mean, I also had the suggestion of uh, our favorite Juan Pablo de Pache. That's
0: he should true. definitely do it. And he's he a dancer. He could definitely it. pull it off. I think he's a dancer, right? He could do it.
2: Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I see, yeah. Yeah, he's done I mean, he, yeah.
2: if he isn't, he dances in the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. He does. Yeah. So yeah, he did definitely yeah. do the Rat King. So Kimmy does a great job as the Rat King. You know, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> she wonderful, refuses wonderful. to die.
2: Ramona comes in. She <laughs> she she nutcracks the nutcracker. Ramona comes in. Yeah, is there a reason Ramona has to play the nutcracker? Because the because Kimmy nut cracks the nutcracker.
1: Yeah, Kimmy hits the nutcracker in the balls.
0: Yeah, she nutcracks them, so she has to become the nutcracker.
1: Yeah, and he yeah, she's handed a costume, they say, You're the nutcracker now, you have to go out there and kill your mother. Very Freudian. it's very Freudian, it's very Joseph Campbell, the hero has to defeat the parent. Um Duel the Fates is playing in the
0: background.
2: Dun, dun. that's our musical
1: bits for this episode yeah. yes don't
0: also i've also realized we dun, haven't dun, dun, done
2: our spinoff dun. yet so is that our spinoff is uh any of these people as the rat king
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure possibly yeah possibly. i'm down did we mention a possible spinoff while watching it i forget we might have i forget i don't think so though but yeah ramona kills kimmy in a f- climactic battle
0: yeah but then Kimmy refuses to die. So she just gets yeah. up and continues acting. And Ramona has yeah. to kill her again. Like two or three times.
1: <laughs> Ramona, Kimmy is a bad scene partner. That yeah. is that is saying no. That is saying no, I'm not oh, yeah. dead. Even yeah. though you killed me. Anyway, we get back to the house. Oh wait, my favorite part of
0: that yeah. scene oh, yeah, yeah. is when she stabs Kimmy for like the final time. I love that the attention to detail where Ramona steps on Timmy triumphantly so that she prevents yeah. her from getting back up. Like she's, she tries like squirming down on the floor and Ramona just pushes harder. That was so good. Yeah, Wonderful acting
1: there. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> uh, Beautiful. But we're back at the house and Jimmy's RV is gone. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's not there anymore because there's some, there's some stuff going on between him and Steph and yeah. now Jimmy's gone. Where is our himbo?
0: Where is Where our is himbo? good himbo? Where is he? Stephanie is rapping presents, and DJ does a rapping rap.
1: Yeah, well, DJ says, can I rap with you or can I sit down and rap with you? Which I was like, has the two meanings of like, let's rap, like let's talk. And also she's literally rapping. And I was like, I, I hope to God they don't use the third meaning.
0: <laughs>
1: Tyler said some permutation of if she starts rapping, I'll kill myself. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> um, and then she started rapping.
0: Yeah, I think I, I beg the question of which is worse: this rap or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles
1: rapping rap. This is worse. Yeah, this is uh, worse because at was, least, <laughs> at least with the Ninja Turtles, we learn uh, what to get for Master Splinter for Christmas. That's true. You're right. Oh yeah, you're right. There's a story. There's a progression
0: there. DJ just raps about how she's DJ.
2: Yo, I'm DJ Tanner, and I'm here to say I'm gonna do a rap in a rapping way. You got a fear of commitment,
1: Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially, how the scene goes. Yeah, she, but DJ sort of is like, I'm gonna rap until you want until you stop me to talk about your problems.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. Did you say that?
1: That was good. Yeah, she's kind of holding it over Stephanie's head, and it works. And they talk about how Steph has commitment issues. And how it relates back to their mother's death that after <laughs> their mother died, I'm not, these are, you're laughing. Yeah. These are not jokes. This is what happens in the episode. No, no. It's
0: yeah. just, I, I, I remember Tyler's reaction where he was just on point. He was just predicting every line that they were going to say like, oh, is this all going to be about her like deep seated mother issues? And then DJ says, it's all happened because mom died.
1: <laughs> I was so proud of Tyler yeah. Because the first time we ever watched Fuller House, we were doing that, where we predicted yeah. plot points and lines right as they were happening.
2: Yeah, we would only, we would predict stuff, and it would usually either be what they said or something better.
0: We yeah. haven't gotten to my greatest prediction yet, but we we have been become very good at predicting the events of yeah. this
1: show. Uh, yeah, but we were doing that where we'd say something, and a second later, the character would say it. And Tyler was doing it, and I felt so proud. Our little boy is growing up. It was like in Hook when Peter starts imagining again. You're doing it. (laughs) You're doing it, Peter. And he can eat the imaginary goop. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, DJ DJ says you have commitment issues because when our mother died, you built a wall around your heart so as to not get hurt again. Mm Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta tear down that wall and let Jimmy in. You gotta let it go. Let it go. Let it go. You have done too many musical <laughs> yeah, bits this episode. I've been very irresponsible more. with let my musical bits powers.
2: Let it go. Let it go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I like how it became abundantly clear as that went on that Zach does not know the words correctly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here
2: I, I started am and, and then I kept going and I was like shit I don't know the go. words
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let it go. it go.
2: The cold never bothered me anyway. There you go.
1: Then Steph says, "DJ, we should talk about your relationship to guys." And DJ beatboxes and leaves the room. <laughs> the best way to leave a room it's Christmas morning. Everybody has matching PJs. Mm-hmm. or More specifically, the Gibblers have matching PJs with each other. Yes. And the Tanners, sorry, the Fullers have matching PJs with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Lola shows up to give presents to Ramona and also to J-Money. That was nice. Mm-hmm. That was sweet. A nice pity present. <laughs> yeah. J-Money grabs a random present from under the Christmas tree and gives it to her. <laughs> Yeah. Like you do.
0: As oh God. one does. Let's hope it wasn't Fernando's lingerie for Kimmy. Yep.
2: Steven, CJ and Rose also come over. Rose gives Max a gift to which Max turns to DJ and is like, hey, give me your earrings now. I need them. Yeah.
1: yeah. And she's like, Max, I can't give you my earrings. They're gold. And he's like, give me your watch.
2: Yeah. <laughs> No, I think he says, Max, you can't, I can't give you my earrings. This is real gold. And he goes, yeah, well,
1: this is real love. Yeah, I was, I I was, I was doing a joke. Oh, oh. I was, I was, you know how I do that sometimes? I make a joke. You make jokes? It's almost, it's almost always with Max. When I say a character says a line and I say a different line, it's always with Max. (laughs) It is often Max. But yeah, but Rose says, I don't need a present. And she kisses Max. So cute and he he quotes James Cameron at the Oscars and says I'm the king of the world. Yeah. <laughs> yes, only
2: James Cameron from the Oscars, not anything else.
1: Yeah, well my my favorite thing about that is how kind of joylessly James Cameron says it. He doesn't say I'm the king of the world. He just holds up his Oscar and goes, I'm the king of the world. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're all expecting this, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> Watch it with that with that in mind. Oh, it's God. very fun. Uh, <laughs> um, but then, who should show up but Jiminy Gibbler himself? Of course, he's here. Our favorite Christmas himbo. Our favorite, Our favorite Christmas, Christmas himbo. Oh, he's back. Steph tells him, I thought you left forever. And he says, and I quote, nah, I always save my shopping for last minute. That's how we get Christmas gifts at Hanukkah prices. Which made us burst into fucking tears
0: of yes. laughter. Yeah. Oh, it was, was absolutely yeah. wonderful. Was <laughs> <so beautiful.
1: laughs>
2: and we stop.
1: We stop. We stop. <laughs> because there have been too many musical bits. You can't stop the music.
0: Wait, can I suggest another spin-off? Can mm-hmm. we get a spin-off movie where Jimmy has to get a present for someone, but he realizes that because he waits till the last minute to get all his gifts at Hanukkah prices, like the the toy is gone or whatever, so we have Jingle All the Way mm-hmm. 3. This I was, time I was it's about personal. To say, it's I, 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 thought gonna, I thought you were
1: going to say a tubal Christmas movie man. where Jimmy Gidler learns the true meaning oh, of Hanukkah. <laughs> Jimmy should learn the true meaning of Hanukkah.
0: Yeah, it's not all about getting gifts at Hanukkah prices. It's about getting gifts at Hanukkah prices and eating lots of fried food.
1: Yes. yes. <laughs> That's Judaism for you. Steph says, I love you. Finally. Yeah. They do the same bit again. And, and we're finally done with this classic and cliched sitcom plot where somebody says, I love you. And the other person can't say it back. And it's in everything all the time forever. Well, yeah. they also do the
2: same bit that uh-huh. they did at the beginning of the episode, but with reverse rules, and it's not done as well
1: because no, well, Jimmy just sells it better. I'm sorry. Put put that on a T-shirt. Everything's better with Jimmy Gibbler. Yeah. Everything's better with a himbo. And then we hear Cosmo's inner dialogue again, where he's like, "Man, do I love that rabbit!" And then we hear the rabbit, Jack the Rabbit's internal dialogue, where he says. I hope Cosmo knows I'm a boy. (laughs) Um, So Cosmo is gay. That's canon. That's confirmed. Cosmo the gay dog. That's what it was. Cosmo the gay dog hit children's film. That's our spinoff. Yes.
2: Cosmo the gay dog hit children's film. That was, yes, you're right. That was our spinoff. Yes. Scratch that other thing we said earlier. This one is money. That's the episode. It prints
1: money. But yeah, that's the episode. We end with the revelation that Cosmo the dog is gay.
2: Yes, we the, the revelation that Cosmo the Dog is gay and everyone has a very Merry Christmas. Joy is brought to all, which, oh, is, oh, which means oh. it's time for us to bring us our favorite segment, which brings us, and I'm sure you as well, a lot of joy. We are, of course, talking about Sad Boy of the Week. Sad Boy of the Week! And honestly, guys, I think this week is pretty cut and dry. I think I know who my vote is for already.
1: I I I was a little um, unsure about this. Really Who unsure. is your nominee? Oh, I think
2: in my mind, as of right now, the sad boy of the week is far and away Jay Money.
1: Yeah, I I was thinking Jay Money. Jay Money. He's not a huge presence in this episode, but everything that he does is so horribly pathetic and yeah. wonderful. Yeah, he's, he's not he's the so biggest good.
2: presence in this episode, but he makes his limited screen time fucking count.
1: Yeah. Do you want me to go over J-Money's case? I'm pretty sure we're agreed that it's J-Money.
0: Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go over it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Well, there's his moment of self-awareness with, if anybody knows anything about being awkward around girls, it's old J-Money. There are the numerous times his little brother is better with girls than he is, and Max just says, like, why do you find this so hard? Why are you so bad with women you're You're older than me. You're supposed to be better at this. What is wrong with you? There's the wonderful moment with the mistletoe hat where he's like, "Hey, Lolo, look what I'm wearing just randomly for no reason.
2: I think the mistletoe hat was what really pushed it over the edge for me. It was yeah. I was like i at that point, I was like, I was ready to call him sad, but I was ready to call it right there with the mistletoe hat, but yeah, go on because it it just gets better and better.
1: Yes. um, But yeah, he has the mistletoe hat. He's shot down by Lola. He gets a kiss from his mom, which it's very sweet, but also very embarrassing for him, I assume. He's going to fall asleep at the theater. And again, Max comments like, why are you so bad at this? Uh, He gets a present from the girl he likes, Rad. So he randomly steals a present from someone else. The present he gives her was supposed to go to one of his family members. It's pretty big, so it could have been expensive.
0: Yeah, it also could have been something
1: for, I don't know, an adult. Yeah. It's like he gave her Fernando's foot massager.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Or like Fernando's new pair of jeans that obviously won't fit her. Because Ashley Jow is way smaller. Yeah.
1: And, and it's great because he just he gives her a present. And I think it's Ramona says, what did you get her? And he says, I don't know. I just grabbed the first present I saw. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's one. Th- he's so good in this episode. He's wonderful. He's so good and so sad. There's also the uh, the moment where
2: uh, he says that he doesn't
1: have any activities. That's true. That's true. That's <laughs> yes! also wonderful and sad. He's so good. He has no life no no skills with the ladies
2: yeah like honestly i mean i don't know if you guys have any other nominees but like i'm i'm ready to just give him sad boy of the week this it's, week i
1: think i i think it's jay money i
2: think it's definitely jay, it's money, definitely this jay money all right <laughs> yeah that's another dub for jay money on the sad boy of the week leaderboard does he wait hold on i want to i want to double check does that put him above in the lead it might it might put him in the lead vamp for a bit. Ooh, rule of threes this is the third time you guys are vamping. Yeah,
1: ha- yeah. It was Harrison. What's your third favorite thing about Christmas? Ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh. I like, I like looking out
0: the window and like the first time it snows and I'm like, ooh, it's that time of year. Yeah, that's nice. Especially like when guys, it's late at night. Yeah. I
2: have an announcement to make. Do we have a new lead? With this sad boy Should of the I... week win. Drum roll. J money. Drum roll. Tyler put in a drum roll with this sad boy of the week win. Our sad boy, J Money, is now in sole control of first place. Woo! J Money, J Money. Uh, ah, we we wonderful. love our sad boy. We we absolutely love our sad boy. And uh, you know now he's got the proof. He's got four wins total. Uh, I believe three of which come within this season the fourth one being the the episode where he comes up with the name Jay Money it's
1: it's so good so good so good so good he's he's a sad boy he's a sad boy
2: we love our sad boy and we love Jay Money
0: all right well guys it's about time to wrap up thank you everyone for listening if you want to find us on social media visit us at fullest house pod on twitter facebook and instagram or go to anchor dot FM slash Fullest House Pod, so you can find all the ways you can listen to this show. Uh, I'm Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. And I'm Mark Green. Until next time, may your houses be fuller and may your gifts be at Hanukkah prices.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Merry Christmas. Guys, did you see that? It was a sleigh flying by the window. What? Really? Oh my God. Mark, is it Santa?
0: He's real. Oh my God. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. We
2: gotta we gotta figure out what's going on here.